This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 228 of the Dressage Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Stanfield from Georgetown, Kentucky. And this is Philip Parks from Fergus, Ontario, and you're listening to the Dressage Radio with just Reese and I today. So, no producer. I know, Philip, you've got the producer hat on. Yeah, I'm wearing multiple hats. And, Hi, uh, how are you feeling? Are I'm, you nervous? I'm, I'm, we're doing okay. I'm, I'm fine at this point. <laughs> we've been doing this for a while now, Reese. I'm okay. I think I've got I the technology know. figured out. We can, uh, we can do the show and it'll be successful, I'm sure. I hope so, because as you know, like everybody, I told I told Glenn that if I ever have to produce the show or be any involved with the technology, I'm quitting. So <laughs> so far, I have not had to do it yet. <laughs> it took you like three months just to figure out how to use Skype and the, and it the chat did. and everything. I, so. It did. It. Um, no, I'm okay. not gonna lie. It's, it's okay. okay. I'm, I'm I mean, not. We I'm spend time not, in the barn, right? Not on the computer. I am so. not very technologically sound. It's because Travis is a software engineer. So I, if I have cover, yeah, I mean, as we all know, like when you have somebody solve a problem, you don't fix it or learn. You learn how to fix it yourself. No. I just <laughs> say, please scan that document. I should probably learn how to do those things, but it's okay. what can I say? I like to train go. horses. So yeah. And you're good at that. So that's, that's it. Yeah. As long as you're good at something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not very good with computers, and I'm sort of mastering my new phone, and I like the Horse Radio Network app. It's very easy to use. So yeah, I'm really that one was straightforward for you. So that's, Yes, that's Glenn designed that just for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we were so- just talking, and uh, we were talking about your busy week that's going on. Tell us what's happening in Kentucky. Give us the update. Oh, my goodness. It is, it is extremely busy here. Uh, it's been a great week. Uh, yesterday, we had, uh, which was Sunday, we had some super big storms that came through. And uh, I had uh, have the pleasure to ride with Debbie McDonald, with M- Miss Winnie, my big mare, uh, who's really turning out to be quite, quite a talented little lady. Fancy little um, yeah, she's turning out to be really fancy. And I, so I uh, actually was about an hour away um, and we had some really bad storms. So Robert Dover was here at the farm coaching a few riders. Uh, I, I never saw Robert, but I'm glad that he's seen my farm. And, <laughs> and so it's pretty cool. I was sort of like, oh, Robert's on my farm. I'm riding with Debbie. This is really, this is didn't a really hard that for, Didn't coordinate that very well, did you? Yeah, but I was, I was super thrilled that, that our facility could be used for high performance uh clinics it's great and and again this is just a really busy week but oh my gosh to have so much talent five minutes from my house is is just amazing and and it's really uh you know, it's it's a busy week. It's kind of like the Super Bowl. Uh, I'll be really excited to uh, actually, Philip. When we're coming up for your wedding, and I'm really excited for I a know, little vacation. So much going on, isn't there? Yeah, yeah I'll be well. ready for a little vacation. But I had such a great ride uh, with my mare with Debbie McDonald, and that was really fun to sort of get her opinion on her and and give us a little things to work on before we hopefully head to Florida. So that was that was really fun. Uh, so it should be a good week. And Philip, you also had a clinic this week. Yeah, we had Gina Smith at the farm this week, uh, this weekend for a clinic. Um, our local Cadora Club, that's a you know a local dressage club, was hosting it, and we had a wonderful. I mean, we also had rain. I think most of the most of the yeah. continent was having rain and a big storm coming through. But uh, yeah, um, you know everything's okay. A couple of trees down, you know, but uh, it's good. But you know, very successful clinic. Lots of. Great riders uh, here, and uh, Gina was great help, and uh, 
So it's been busy, but it's fun. So that was our last thing on the schedule before we, we you know, buckle down and go wedding countdown extravaganza situation. Yeah. So. <laughs> <We're> super <laughs> excited. It's going to be fun. Super so, uh, fun. Yeah, we're uh, looking forward to having everybody here, you know, all of our friends and family, um, you know, the ones that are away to come in and... Uh, and have Reese and Travis here to, uh, well, I mean, Reese is going to help me with some horses. So that's. Yes. That's oh, priority. everybody, I will totally tell you, Philip, that we were talking last night about coming up, and Philip said, uh, Friday is horses. And I was like, Friday's horse day. Of course it is. Yeah, the day so before the wait. wedding. Yeah. We're oh, think we're yeah. <laughs> I rode fine. the day. I, uh, Mr. Schumacher, he was in town, and right. I was not missing an opportunity to have a lesson with Conrad Schumacher. So he came to our wedding, and it was really fabulous. And he spent, you know, came and, and took the time to do that. So, oh, yeah. I had a, and he, I think I had my hardest lesson on record ever for Mr. Schumacher. I've been riding with him since I was 14, the day of my wedding. And I remember literally, (laughs) I am not kidding you. Um, what stopped the lesson actually, and I'm not kidding around when, uh, we lived at my mom's, I was still at my mom's house and our farm was there and our arena sort of went backed up to the back of our house and, and there was the deck and the kitchen. And what stopped the lesson, actually, thankfully, because I was about to die at this point, was a table from they were setting, they were starting to set up for the brunch the next day. And a a gentleman, God love him, lost a table and it came crashing down the steps. And I have never seen my mom move so fast to get me off a horse. My mom came running out of the house, get her off the horse, screaming, waving her (laughs) arms, like, get her off the horse. Was it like, uh, we were we were standing, and thankfully, sort of where yeah. my mare was because she was very reactive. This was Jamaica, the the mother of all yeah. my young ones. Yeah. She was very hot and very reactive, and thankfully, where she was standing, um, she couldn't see. And I was I was actually standing talking to Schumacher, so he could have, in theory, if she had done anything, he probably would have yeah. grabbed her, but. Yeah. My mom was done. My mom was like, get her off the horse. <laughs> she cannot die yeah. right now. So uh, I uh, got off end the horse. Of and end of lesson. It, it was the quickest end of a lesson I've ever had. And um, my mom got me off the horse. She was like, we're done. And she was like, we're not done. And my mom, he was not no. arguing with the mother oh, of the bride. Oh, that's right. Oh, no. I, I wouldn't argue with her either. No, I, no. <laughs> <laughs> I got off the horse. And then I quickly went in and took a shower and got in my little little outfit I was wearing to the salon. And I was so tired <laughs> sitting in the chair that all my bridesmaids and my hairdresser were like, you are the most relaxed bride. And I was like, I just had an hour and a half lesson with Mr. Schumacher. Sleepy. Yeah, you're just sleepy. You're tired, but that's good. I, was, I got killed that morning. And so um, everybody, don't worry. I will make sure Philip is a very tired groom, so he's very well behaved for the wedding. So we'll, we'll have a good time. <laughs> Look good, forward good to it. Yeah, yeah to do that. So, <laughs> so it'll be fun. So, but this week, yeah, it's just a great week. I'm looking forward. Uh, we move over tomorrow with uh, Cassie. Uh, it's right. you know her Bratina ride, so I get the opportunity to coach, and um, which is great. And I'm hoping to snag a few rides um, from a couple high performance riders for my own horses. So, uh, it's a great week, and uh, it You're really lucky. is. Yeah, yeah. Ever since I redid that uh, Lexington, well, the horse park and stuff, you're so lucky to be there and have all this great stuff going on. Yeah, yeah, we love it. And so, you know, really, I always tell people, if you're in town and you need help, give me a call because I can probably solve your problem. So, <laughs> yeah, and you would, you would be amazed on what kind of, like I said, Robert Dover was here yesterday because yeah. of the rain. So it's there really fun. Go. So great. 
Yeah. So what do we got? What do we got for our show then? Uh, talking about we festival. have a great show. We're going to talk. This is a festival celebration this week, and we're going to talk a lot about the Festival of Champions. We have Michelle Moorhead, who is the uh, organizer and the president of Kentucky Dressage Association. She's going to tell us a little bit about anybody that's coming to Kentucky uh, or the horse park. She's going to give us some information about how to get tickets and where to go and that type of thing. And then we have two festival riders. We have Nadine Orris, who is um, a pony rider, an FEI pony rider from Seattle who's in town. And we have Claire Darnell from Texas. She is a small tour rider um, that are coming on the show. So it should be a great show. And Philip, what is in the news this week? We have a little bit of news that happened. Well, there has been eight riders that have been awarded grants um, through the United States Developing Dressage Program. Um, These grants were made possible by a gift from Akiko Yamazaki and her Red Husky Foundation through the U.S. Equestrian Team Foundation. And the winners of these uh, grants are Nora Batchelder of Florida, Shelley Francis of Florida, Brian Hafner of California, Kimberly Herslow of Stockton, New Jersey, Jamie Command of Nebraska, Sarah Lockman of California, Silver Martin of Pennsylvania, uh, Jessica Joe and Jessica Joe Tate of Wellington, Florida. Um, USEF developing coach Debbie McDonald, developing coach advisors Lennon Gray, Scott Helsler, Jeremy Steinberg, and Ann Gribbins uh, selected these recipients to receive these awards. So congratulations to all these great riders. We've had many of them on the show here on the Dressage Radio Show. All great people, great trainers, and um, they have some fantastic horses here in the U.S. that. that are continuing, are developing, and continuing to develop, and uh, we should look forward to seeing them in the future. Huh? Absolutely. So we wish them luck, and these grants are—they're very, very competitive, and um, I look forward to seeing what happens out of those grants. So for sure. Well, after this commercial break, we're going to come back with Michelle Moorhead from the Kentucky Dressage Association, giving us a little information about the Festival of Champions. Glenda Geek here. The life of horse person is hard enough, and we all hate doing the required paperwork, and unfortunately, many of us never get around to it, and it just piles up on our desk. That is about to change thanks to the Equisketch Records app for your iPhone or iPad. My wife and I use it to track our horses, and we absolutely love this thing. Equisketch Records is the most thorough and complete equestrian records app on the market today. We love this app because you can track your farrier work, your dental, your Coggins, medicines, worming, and so much more. And you can get reminders on your device when all of these things are due. You'll never forget a worming or shots or farrier visit again. But it not only tracks your horse, you can also manage your horse shows, including individual events. You can manage riders, including lessons and memberships, and so much more. And you can sync it between your iPhone and your iPad, and all of this for the price of a couple of cups of coffee from Starbucks. Search for Equisketch Records in the iOS App Store or go to Equisketch.com. That's E-Q-U-I-S-K-E-T-C-H.com. Equisketch.com. Well, I am so excited to have Michelle Moorhead, the president of Kentucky Dressage, Dressage Association, on the show tonight. Michelle, thanks for coming on. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate the opportunity. 
We are really excited to talk about festival that's happening here at the horse park this week. So Michelle, can you talk to us a little bit about kind of what festival is and what are some of the activities that are going to be happening here at the horse park this week? Sure. Um, First of all, everyone probably may uh, associate the festival more with the name Gladstone. Um, I know in my years of showing, I always heard people say, oh, I'm going to Gladstone, and I didn't realize Gladstone was the Festival of Champions. So that show, in essence, has moved to the Kentucky Horse Park this year. Um, It will start, the jogs start on Tuesday um, the 8th. The classes will start on the 9th and go through Saturday the 12th. Um, It's basically... The um, show that's used to help determine the Olympic team, the WEG team, um, a lot of the very elite riders in dressage will be here. And so we're just thrilled with the opportunity to have them um, compete in the Rolex Arena and have people in Kentucky and in our region have the ability to come and watch them free of charge. There's no charge to come. And watch. It will be in the Rolex Arena, which is the same venue that the WEG dressage classes were held in in 2010. Um, and we have rides beginning, as I said, on Wednesday. The Grand Prix Special will be Friday evening, and the Grand Prix Freestyles will be Saturday evening. So there will be two nights of evening classes. And there is a schedule and information on the USEF website, um, but there we put a link um, just because uh, the link is kind of hard, long and hard to explain for people to write down. So if people want to go to www.kentuckydressageassociation.com, go to our show's page in October, there's a direct link then to the USEF page that has all of the um, schedules and who will be writing, Stefan Peters is coming. Gunter Sedell's coming, many of the top writers that have competed in the Olympics for the United States and hopefully again in years to come. Well, we are really excited. And Michelle, I have to I have to brag on you because you're an amazing president. Uh, the things that have uh, happened here in Kentucky are really phenomenal. And you are really the angel that makes it all happen. So thank you so much for all of that. Um, well, thank you. And Michelle, tell us when people want to come to the horse park, let's say I want to come on Friday evening and I'm going to check the schedule. Where do I park and how do I get sort of to the Alltech, to the main, the main stadium, not the Alltech indoor, but the main Rolex stadium? Okay. Um, the Kentucky horse park, if people aren't familiar with it, they can go to their website to get directions. But if you come in the main entrance, there will be signage up um, for general parking for the Festival of Champions. They'll park in the main parking lot um, and then walk up to the Rolex Arena, um, which will be well lit if they come at night. If they're during the day, again, there'll be signage. Um, but it's the same arena that the dressage was in for WEG. And there, um, as I mentioned, there is no fee to come and watch the show. The only fees that people might incur would be whatever the horse park um, parking fees might be. So, but to actually come and watch, there is no charge, um, and there will be concessions and food available at the Rolex Arena for people. Um, so, the celebrity-mounted games will be Saturday night at six fifteen, 
and it's going to be a fun event uh, to raise money for the um, USEP team. Um, and Stephen Peters, Gunter Sedell, George Williams, and co-coaches Debbie McDonald and Robert Dover um, will help coach these teams to raise money. And each team is awarded points based on if they place first, second, third, or fourth. And um, they can also raise money with people attending the show and the team that raises the most money and gets the most points um, wins. And they're going to be doing, they call it speed weavers. Some of us that maybe competed with uh, quarter horses back in the day might call it pole bending. Um, And they also have flag flyers where they have to go down and pick up flags that are in small containers as they're going at high speeds and whoever gets back first. So it'll be a fun event to watch before the freestyles begin um, at 7.30. I can't wait. I hope my team wins. I'm going to I'm gonna bet. You're <laughs> going to bet. I am. I'm going to try excited. and make money. <laughs> no, I'm going to bet it to make money for USET for sure. This Are you riding, Reese? Did they give you a pony? No, I am not riding, but Aiden Ullers, <laughs> who's going to be staying with us, she's riding, so I'm sort of partial to Aiden because um, she's already she the horses get in here tomorrow, they, you know, actually Thursday, and um, so they're going to be here, and um, she's already asked me to um, help raise money for her team, so I kind of am partial to that team already, so... So I don't know. So it should be fun. Yeah. It should be fun. So, Michelle, I, just because we have you on the line and it is confusing, we have uh, the Festival of, of Champions this week. What is happening at the Alltech Indoor Arena in November? Just so people can kind of get the difference on what's happening, the two different events. It is very confusing. And um, I will try to explain it in a very simple way. Um, so the, the show that's going on this week at the Horse Park, the Festival of Champions, those are basically riders that have competed in CDIs across the country. And they're the top 15 riders um, that have been invited to come and show in this event. The show in November is the USDF um, Dressage National Championship, which is for the open and adult amateur level riders across the country that have competed in regional championships and placed champion or reserve, and then they are invited to come and compete in the head-to-head competition. Um, So in essence, we have nine regions. So let's say all champion and reserve open and amateur riders came from all levels. Then you, in essence, would have a training level. You would have an open class of 18 competitors and an adult amateur class of 18 competitors. So we were having, they will have riders from all over the country that have won or become, or were reserve champions at their designated regionals come and compete head to head to find the true national champions um, for the United States. So one is for the CDI professional international, if you want to say, competitors that's looking to go to WEG, Pan Am Games. Um, the Olympics. Um, the other is for the open and adult amateurs across our country that would like to compete on a national level against one another. Now, is the festival only Grand Prix? It is Grand Prix Intermediate, Intermediate One, um, and then Burkina Cup, Pony, G 
junior young writer. Okay. Did I so it's anybody yeah. read? I think yeah. it's the same. The same group that would levels. be competing FBI. at CDI. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. Yeah. The FBI, FBI levels. levels. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, I got, I got it now. Thank you for explaining. <laughs> no, it's it is it is very confusing, and and people I think are getting it confused because it's everything's here in Kentucky, yay, um, and at the yep. same venue. But it is it is a separate it is a separate separate um, shows yeah. two separate shows yep. two separate qualifiers. Um, you know, and and I don't know. We'll we'll talk. Uh, we'll have Michelle back on to explain sort of what uh, how you can get into the uh, to the national finals. Um, or to the USDF finals in November. We'll have that uh, so people have information. But but this week is the festival, and that is um, uh, the big team will be here, and, and a lot of the top-level riders will coming, and this is for USEF National Festival of Champions. So that's what's Got happening it. this week. So it is confusing. Perfect. So, But, Michelle, thank you so much for, for well, coming on. You. And how do we find um, some more information, again, about festival? Where do our listeners go to listen? I think the easiest way after I spoke with USEF, because, again, their link is kind of very lengthy to get people to the right page. I think the easiest way is for everybody to go to the Kentucky Dressage Association.com. That's our website. Um, and, again, go to our show tab to October. And there's a information area about the Festival of Champions, and there's a link there directly to the USEF page that has all the schedule, the writers, and every information you would need to, you know, all the information you would need to know about the festival. Great. Well, thanks so much, Michelle, and I look forward to seeing you this week. Oh, you too. Thank you for having me. After this commercial break, I look forward to hearing from Nadine Oris and uh, Claire Darnell from Texas uh, to hear a little bit about their journey here to Festival of Champions. Is your horse not drinking enough? Whether it's from weather changes, minor illnesses, trailer and traveling stress, there are many reasons you'll have a horse refuse to drink sufficiently. Yet being fully hydrated is the first line of defense against minor issues becoming major. There is a product that helps even the pickiest of drinkers drink more, all-natural horse quencher. Listen to what four-in-hand champion Chester Weber has to say about it. Since I was introduced to Horse Quencher, I've been wildly impressed with its ability to keep the horses in the water buckets drinking, and it's given me real peace of mind. One often doesn't know they need a product until they're introduced to it, and this was a product I didn't I didn't know I needed at all, but due to the traveling that we, we do, it, uh, it's been really helpful. It's also been very helpful with horses that, you know, are a little colicky or something like that. We'll always hang in buckets um, in their stall, you know, they'll drink more, and their general health will just be better. Take it from Chester Weber. Horse Quencher is the all-natural product you want to help your horses drink as much as they should. Find it at your local feed store or tack shop or online at horsequencher.com. That's horsequencher.com. Well, it is my pleasure to introduce Nadine Orris from Seattle, Washington. She is on the show, and she is here in Kentucky this week getting ready for the FEI Pony Division. Nadine, welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks for having me. Oh, we're so excited. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your pony. Um, I'm 13 years old. I come from Seattle. I mean, it's pretty rainy there. 
And I train with Chantelle Bryant. She's such an amazing trainer in person. Um, I'm, I train in Tolfers at Redmond, and my pony is 14 years old, 14 hands, and she does third levels plus tempties. And, you know, for the first two years, it was really a struggle for her, struggle with me and her because I was just figuring out how to ride her, and she would always stick her head out the arena door, just, like, <laughs> run out and just stop for the grass. And she's <laughs> such a brat sometimes. But once you, you know, sit back and relax, she's so much fun. She's such a great pony. And I'm going to be so sad when I have to sell her. But, you know, on two sides, it's too big. So it's understandable. Got to move on to the horses. <laughs> that that sounds true. about right. Now, you you know, dressage, so you're, that's, you're fairly young for it. How did you get into it why why were you interested in it and uh and how long have you been riding in general well i've been riding since i was about five i mean my mom and dad really tried to stick me into soccer and swimming because you know horseback riding really isn't a cheap sport to say the least so i when i was like six and then the um um it was like the spring the next year I went to Germany and for about three weeks my grandpa was just like hey let's lease her you know a little Shetland German pony while we're over there so it was like you know I just got lessons for three weeks and I was hooked you know it's the only thing I ever really wanted to do after that so you know my mom's like well you can do soccer horseback riding and I'm like horseback riding so that's how I kind of got back into it and then um when I first started riding I really wanted to do jumping but in Germany, um, when you're, my mom used to do show jumping along with my grandpa and everything. And over there, you have to be a good, you know, second level before you really start jumping. So she really forced me and pushed me to do dressage first. So that's how I kind of, we found a trainer named Dora Dean and we kind of started with her on school ponies. And I kind of built my way up to there and I'm doing FEI pony and it's, I've been to some jump competitions. But I'm just like I'm dedicated to the dressage world, and I just love it so much. So, so what did make you kind of decide that you wanted to go? Sort of, I mean, this is this is the first high performance division. It's a relatively new division at the Festival of Champions. So, what made you decide to do sort of and and come to qualify to come to festival here in Kentucky? Well, when it first came out in 2011, I knew that I always wanted to do it. I just wasn't at a high enough level, and you know, it takes there's not a lot of ponies out there in America that can do it. So, you know, just qualifying and being there is such a huge accomplishment being on a pony because it's like, it can be really hard. There's some like gutty four loop canner serpentine picking up with uh, simple changes, picking up the counter canner, you know, so it's really, it's not an easy test and just, it's, it's just a lot of fun once you learn how to ride it. So. So Nadine, tell us a little bit about your journey to get here to Kentucky. What, how did you qualify? And tell us a little bit about your trip and that type of thing. Um, I qualified. At, I went to mainly just Whidbey Equestrian Center shows, and it's a great little farm in Whidbey Island, Washington. And you know, there's two judges. Just like there's like two rings, so it's pretty small and everything. And I qualified there, and I I got some really nice scores that I was happy with. You know. And um, my the road to Kentucky was kind of like we were on the plane and it was like we were delayed. So it was uh, it was like we were an hour late and my mom didn't calculate the time zone difference. 
we had to go around a big lightning storm that was happening. So when we landed in Chicago, we had to like run to our, to our um, next wing to get on the plane. And we had like just made it right when they were boarding. So we got really lucky that we didn't miss it. And, um, when we got here, it was just beautiful. I mean, there's no place in the world that I've been where it's just like so many horse farms after horse farms and like people that you can really connect with because they're just all horse people out here. And the food is great. I love, you know, pulled pork and pulled chicken and the food down here is just amazing. And the people and the horse farms and the racing and I love it. Kentucky and it's and it's barbecue and it's bur- well I guess not bourbon for you guys but uh, we enjoy yeah, our bourbon. But her spirit, parents, her parents have been having a great time. Yeah. Oh, they they have yeah. been doing I, every day. I'm like, where have you guys gone? Because they have done their research and they know uh, they know where to go and what to yeah. do. And it's been pretty cool, like hearing what they've been doing. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. So what we are you looking check for? Out all, yeah, we oh, always check out all the local restaurants and stuff. So. Oh, it's amazing! You guys are you guys. I keep yeah. asking where you're where you're going today. For that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So, what is the yeah. rest of the week hold for you? What are you What are you looking forward to the most for the rest of the week? Um, definitely like going to all the parties and watching the celebrity mounted games. I'm sure that's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to watch Aiden and her team ride against the other teams. And um, definitely, I really have to focus on both my team tests and my individual. But it's just going to be a blast riding in the Rolex Stadium because I've it's like so cool. I've always wanted to ride there because you know they hosted the World Games there in 2010. And it's like a dream for a lot of people and for me. So it's just it's so cool that I get to ride when I'm only 13. Yeah, I think that's uh, well. And can be. Are you nervous at all? It can be a little scary as well, don't you think? Yeah, I'm a little <laughs> nervous. I'm not sure how my pony is really going to do with all the flags waving and you know the stadium and the pond right next to it i'm just hoping that you won't jump out and go for some water yeah <laughs> no she'll be great it'll be you know, fine it's such a, yeah, yeah it's yeah, a great stadium optimistic. yeah exactly you do exactly. that's exactly right and it's Positivity. a great stadium yeah it's big yeah. And, and once you get in there it's 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 so big it's that just, you're not gonna yeah. feel it you'll be great so yeah. Nadine, for any yeah. of our younger listeners, what is, you know, maybe some tips or some advice for people just uh, starting out in dressage or if you're a young person, because um, I know there's not so many people in it. I think it can be yeah. sometimes a little bit lonely. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it gets a little frustrating, but, you know, you really have to stick with it because you it takes it takes some time to master you know, the higher level movements. And once you master it, it's just a great feeling. You know, it's just fantastic just mastering movements and moving along. There's no other feeling when you're so determined to do something and there's not a better feeling in the world than accomplishing that and just sticking with it. It takes a lot of patience and discipline. And that's like, for me, one of the best parts of dressage. So well, we are so happy to have you here and have you in Kentucky, and we can't wait to continue yeah. to follow your career. You're, this is so exciting, and Thanks. we wish you the best yeah. of luck this week for sure, and we'll be rooting you on here from the Dressage Radio Show. Nadine, thank thanks you. so much for coming on, and we look forward to talking to you again soon. Yeah, bye. Thanks for having me. 
it is my pleasure to welcome Claire Donnell from Texas here on the Dressage Radio Show. She is here this week at Festival of Champions doing the small tour. Claire, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Well, Claire, we can't ready. We are ready to get started. So tell us a little bit about your horse and your journey here to Kentucky. His name is Calamar. He is an 11-year-old Oldenburg by Kentucky out of Vodka Gimlet, who's by Martini. And he was bred in the United States by our good friend Beta Steidel in Colorado. I have had him since he was 18 months old and have done most of the work with him um, with the help of some other, you know, outside trainers and everything that have been super the whole way along. Um, he did the Markel Young Horse Championships as a four-year-old, five-year-old, and six-year-old. Then he went back for the developing pre-St. George Championship and in 2011 did the Festival of Champions and the Pan Am Selection Trials in the small tour and then last year we did the developing grand prix championship and this year we are back in the small tour again um for qualifying i showed him at the kdcdi in texas and then brought him here to kentucky for the kentucky cdi and he was a really good boy at both of them For the Kentucky one, I was sort of trainerless because my mom was judging a show. I don't even know where she was, but she wasn't, she wasn't with me. So that was a little bit different, but he was a good boy and, um, we still finished towards the top of all the classes. So I was really happy with him and it was good to get to ride in Kentucky and get him into the Rolex ring and everything before having to come back for a festival. So that was, a really good experience, I guess, this spring. Yeah, that sounds like that you're pretty used to doing these championships and there's a little bit of a USA breeding, good breeding story. So, I mean, that's that's nice to hear that, that horses, you know, are, are being brought along by uh, American trainers and uh, and they're having a lot of success with with American horses. So that's, uh, that's awesome to hear. Now, I, I want to yeah. get a little bit off of topic because well i'm from canada i don't know if you knew that but uh i'm wondering what the dressage scene is like in texas and how you deal with the heat a little bit down there the heat is pretty tough to deal with um last summer or this past summer was not actually as bad as the summer before that where we were starting to ride the horses one week we went out at 2 a.m and we rode them through the night and then slept during the day and that only lasted a week but the rest of the time it was still getting out there at 4 30 getting on the first ones by five and finishing up by 9 30 or 10 because it's just so hot that it's not fair to keep working the horses when it is like that um even with a covered arena it's sort of like a little oven but the scene in texas is it's getting better we're really happy to have our CDI there. It's been there, I think, for three years now. And it's a little bit bigger every year, and they do a great job with that CDI, and it's Houston Dressage Society hosts it, and they've done a really great job. I think Houston, that club, that GMO, has been one of the biggest pushes in developing the 
dressage scene down there. They've really done a lot to encourage quality riding and competition and training. They brought in this, in February, HDS brought in Stefan and Janet, and they did a really great seminar together, and I was lucky enough to be able to ride in that as well. So, yeah, it's the dressage scene in Texas is definitely improving. No, that's good to hear, you know, that the GMOs are doing a great job down there and, and to host a CDI, it's such a huge ordeal and sort of big for the management. So, but, um, you know, it's, it's hard as a high performance writer like yourself to try and qualify. Like you said, you're in Texas, you had to come here to Kentucky, uh, to do the CDI in Kentucky. So it, it really does pose yeah. some extra challenges for you. Yeah, definitely. We used to do, I didn't have a drop score qualifying this year because we used to do the CDI in Katy and then we would go up to Lamplight and hit that one and then come back for the CDI in Kentucky, but we didn't do that this year. I don't think, did they have it this year? No, they didn't no, have it this year. They did not. So, no, uh, they yeah. wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't an option. So with no CD, no CDI in Lamplight, those were really my only two options without really traveling far with him so yeah we just did the two and hoped that those scores would be good enough to get us in and they were and they were so um claire is this your first festival of champions no i actually did this this is my second time at the festival and my second time at the small tour with the same horse i did it in 2011 when it was also the Pan Am selection trials but that was a bit of he did not travel well to Gladstone colicky when he got off the trailer and you know you can't get anything and so he was just on fluids and he recovered from that and then it was the weather was similar to how it has been here the past couple of days with just a ton of rain and he ended up getting sand under the pads in his shoes and got bruises. And so the farriers there had to make him special shoes and we were soaking his feet and icing. My mom stayed up for two nights changing his, soaking him and changing the packing every hour. So that was, um, Probably not the ideal way to go through a festival, but I was so happy with him. He was he was very good. But we're hoping for smooth sailing this time around. Absolutely, we want you to have some smooth sailing. And um, you've mentioned <laughs> yes. your mom a couple of times, and your mom is a wonderful lady. She's also Joan Donnell. She's an S judge, and she's very, very well known and very well respected. What is it like to have kind of your mom as your coach? I think it's pretty awesome. Um, she is available almost every day to help me with the horses and she's brought me along, you know, when I was 14, 13, I got the ride on her Grand Prix horse and finished up my bronze medal on him, I think that year. And then I was able to take him to Young Riders in 2002. And then he retired shortly after that, but she's helped me bring all the others along and when I was off at college, she would keep them legged up during the week and keep training on them, and then I could come home on the weekends or any afternoons that I didn't have school or didn't have class or something like that to keep riding on them, and that worked out really well. So 
I think, you know, a lot of people asked how we do it and said, but that's, you know, how do you do that? That's a hard thing to do, but, um, I don't really have any other options, but it's a great yeah. option. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, no, I mean, yeah, you just make it work. That I, yeah, and I think it wasn't so hard after I got the ride on her horse because if I didn't do what she was telling me to do, we didn't get results. So that was sort of, you know, when I was riding the Wicked Little Pony that I had and she would tell me what to do, then maybe... It was a little bit difficult, but that was when I was, I don't know, 10. So that <laughs> change in learning to listen to her and that she does have more experience and she does know more than me, that happened pretty quickly when I was pretty young. Sure, sure. No, I think it's good. I think, you know, again, you you never know where your help is going to come from. And when you live in an area like Texas where you don't have a lot of options, uh, you know, you yeah. <laughs> your mom was a your mom is by far a very very good option or and or the best option yes. in the area. So. <laughs> yeah, and I'm very lucky. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, what are your hopes for this week uh, during festival? What are, what are your goals for this week? I just want to put in clean rides and not have mistakes and have fun. You know, it's I don't think I need to stress myself out about it it's just another show and we are very lucky to be here and I'm happy to be here but I I just want to have a good time I think that's a great thing for everybody to remember so Claire how do our (laughs) listeners find you online do you guys have a website yes we do our website is pretty easy it's www.dressage.us Ah, perfect. And that's we are a great also one. On, that's super easy. Yeah. Yeah, it's very easy. And we're also on Facebook under Darnell Dressage. So those are the two best ways to find us, and all of our contact information is listed there. Perfect. Well, have a great week, and we can't wait to update our listeners on how well you guys do this week. Thank you. Well, those were great interviews. What do you think, Philip? I think these people are so excited to show at festival. I wish I could qualify and come down and see you. I know. You can ride in the Rolex ring. Well, maybe you'll come to the CDI in Kentucky in the spring. How fun would that be? That would be fun. I'm just putting a bug in your ear. Come to the CDI (laughs) in Kentucky in in May. That would be so fun. But no, it's going to be, it's really going to be a great week and a lot of fun things happening. So I can't wait to tell everybody uh, sort of about the uh, highlights of the week next week because I'll be there and and can do some. uh, I never get to report, you know, on the like scene, live yeah. report on, on the scene. I think that sounds exciting. So I'm looking yeah, but forward to that. I think it works that. better on TV than radio to, on the scene because you can <laughs> Probably. use the background or, you know, whatever. So, Well, yeah. yes, and, and somebody that's maybe trained to do that. So <laughs> I will be coaching and I will get to see a lot of fun stuff. So it, it should be okay, a really well, fun week. You can do our report for sure, though. I will try. Okay. I don't, and then I'm also going to do that from the national finals. So I maybe yeah. get good. This may be a new new thing for me. So that'll be fun. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Well, everybody, don't forget to send us some emails or Facebook shout outs. We love to give shout outs, but we don't have any this week. So we please, please send us some questions and, and things that we can uh, help make the show better and things that we can discuss because we always like to do that for you go, for you all. Um, but you can find our show notes and links to today's guests on our website, dressageradio.com. You can like us on Facebook, just search Dressage Radio Show. Follow us on Twitter at Horse Radio. 
My website is maplecrestfarmky.com and my email is reese at horseradionetwork.com. You can find me at philipparksequestrian.com and my email is philip at horseradionetwork.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors this week for allowing us to put on a great show. And don't forget to check out all the other shows on Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Everybody, keep your heels down and your shoulders back, and we will talk to you next week. 